0: Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic podcast. I have COVID. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, I think this episode is going up probably either the last week of January or the first week of February. So when you are listening to this, this is December.
1: Yeah, I, I'm well healed. Yeah. I mean, God forbid. Hopefully. By yeah. then. But, yeah. So, just to give you guys a little rundown of the situation, um, you could probably hear it in my voice, but... It's really
0: not that bad. You keep saying that, but it's really not that bad.
1: It's because my ears are all congested, so everything yeah. sounds, like, jacked up to me. But, I um, tested positive on December 27th, um, so two days after Christmas, um... I've not been acting the fool. I have three vaccines. No. Um, I, I think I, I've actually have no idea specifically where I got it from. My best friend's also positive. My brother, and my dad had it before me, but like I wasn't around them when they were sick. So I, I don't think it was from yeah. that. Could be but from I feel grocery like, store. Yeah, Could I was just going to say like
0: how um, how it's been going. Like you literally from like walking around. I feel like you can get it.
1: Yeah, because we all know how contagious it is right now. But, um, uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I'm on day three, like I said, day three of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it hasn't, quarantine hasn't been that bad because I was telling Alexis, like, it's the week between Christmas and New Year's, which nobody knows what to do with themselves during this week. A like,
0: thousand percent.
1: Everyone's a mess. I'm sure y'all are listening to this being like, that was so long ago. Please stop talking about it. Um. <laughs> But, like, we were so behind on our, or, like, we're recording so
0: early. So ahead, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're not behind, we're ahead. Um, but it's been, it's, you know, I'm missing out on New Year's, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, It should be fine, so.
0: Yeah, for me, we do have New Year's plans, but I'm, like, I start school on the 5th, and the way that... Yeah, and, like, the way yeah. that school, like, for me, like, Katie and I, like, our schools are very different, so, like, my programs, like, my courses are, like, I'd say, like, expedited, so they're only 10 yeah. weeks, so. And mine are,
1: I think mine are, like, 16, so almost, almost yeah. double. Yeah,
0: yeah, so, like, so. my program is, like, so fast, so when you're in SCAD, mon- like, the first Monday, I mean, technically this, this quarter my classes start on a Wednesday, but, the first day, you already have an assignment due that day. They have like yeah, a pre-quarter so you don't have any assignment, time to be so sick. I don't have time yeah. to be like getting over something or like you know yeah, being diagnosed right then. Like that's just. I not. was,
1: I was very very sick day one, mm-hmm. and not as bad day two, but like, it's not very very sick, but like I'm triple vaccinated, and like I felt very bad, yeah. so I can't even imagine. So long story short get your vaccines and your booster even though i still got it like it's day three and i'm my fever's gone um so definitely like if you're listening to this this is your sign to go get your booster um i just tested positive with a home test so luckily i didn't have to wait in any of the crazy lines at the um, urgent cares and stuff. I've heard, like, horror stories about that Alexis had to wait to get home tests for, like, multiple hours on Christmas Eve. Anyway, to talk about happier things, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, we should probably say what today's episode is, shouldn't we? Yes,
0: I'm so excited. I remember, I think it was, like, maybe a month ago that I sent this artist to, um, Katie, and I was, Mm -hmm. like, I immediately want her to come on the podcast. She is just immediate yes. Immediate <laughs> yes. Immediate yes for me. Um she's just like so amazing and I love her artwork and very, very unique. Very unique. And I was like, okay, how how do I Aww. make enough money that I can like afford to have her fly out to Vermont and like make something for me and like install it in my future house? That is really just like Really, my 2020 goals are to get to enough money that I can have her fly out to Vermont is really the the priority for me. But anyways, this is Linnea. Linnea Botanicals is her Instagram.
1: Yes, and I believe her last name is Bast. It, it, that's like what... We have not recorded
0: yet. Usually we do, but we have not.
1: We will confirm that we're pronouncing everything right. If we're not, then keep listening for us to actually pronounce it right. Um, But I'm showing the YouTube right now just, like, so you don't have to look it up yourself. Like, she makes art out of, like, moss and, like, plants. Uh Um, It's, she calls it botanical illustration. Yes. Um,
0: And it says she's a biophilic artist, I think is how you... It is so cool but it's just like so so, uh, I just love it so much and like she also has um I think she has prints I'm very much might be wrong about that but she does like things like smaller pieces that you can order on her website and then she also does Mm -hmm. these installations and that's something that I really want to ask her about like I just think the whole process I mean I went to school for art education and so obviously a huge part of that was art and having to take like more traditional like painting classes things like that and so a huge part of painting classes was learning about like you know installing artwork and the whole process behind that and that like that is an aspect of the artwork as well like you're supposed to put them in like the right space with the right light and everything Mm -hmm. and so i think that's just like such a cool perspective and i think it's really um exciting for us to have kind of like a diverse network of people come on the podcast yeah um
1: that reminded me of yesterday i was facetiming my best friend mclean and i was playing animal crossing um it reminded me of my art museum in animal crossing it has only (laughs) only has one painting in it but Mm -hmm. i definitely installed it in the right place because i didn't get to choose but yeah guys i've been so i i recharged my nintendo switch because you know desperate times yeah of course and then I downloaded Uno on my Nintendo Switch. It goes crazy, y'all. You just play Uno against these, like, AI thing. Like, the, like the internet.
0: Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh.
1: <clears throat> but, when you have COVID, it's great. Because ain't nobody come and play Uno <laughs> with you in your apartment. Mm-hmm. But they'll play Uno with you. Mm-hmm. It's so fun.
0: Wow, I didn't know that technology has reached to the point of being able to play Uno by yourself. Play Uno. There's wow. Monopoly, too. Wow. We've peaked as a society that you can play Uno and Monopoly by yourself. I know. I might be downloading
1: Monopoly next, guys. Just, like, stay tuned. She's when down. Because... She's down bad. Yeah, I honestly am. I mean, I've got <laughs> however many more days of, the, of this. So, mm-hmm. Also, I'm just to apologize for sneezing, coughing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, the whole nine yards. I, it's not my fault. Yeah. I don't know whose fault and it blame is.
0: Blame it to COVID.
1: I mean. Yeah, it's COVID's yeah. fault. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, um, try, do we have any other fun updates? I'm trying not to give like we could talk about how our Christmases were, but like that was genuinely that was so
0: long ago, so for long everybody. ago for them. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, I mean, my Christmas was great. Um, and then everything went down when I got COVID. Yeah. But yeah, right, it's okay. Honestly, I was telling Alexis like it's really not that bad to have to quarantine. Like yeah. I thought like if this would have happened a year ago, I would have been crying on my floor. Like. <laughs> Losing my shit. Mm -hmm. But now I'm just like, okay, I just, like, stay in my apartment for... Because now it's five days, according to the CDC. Mm hmm So, I don't really want to start in any... And you
0: already, like, live alone. So, like... Yeah,
1: that, you know, I'm not... I don't have to expose anybody in my house. I feel bad for the people who don't live alone and then have to, like, stay in their room and have, like, food delivered that can't even, like, walk out of their room. Uh Luckily, I have, like, a backyard I can walk around in. Um, It does wear me out to literally walk at all. Um, I'm going to have to take a fat nap after this because it's going to (laughs) wear me out. Um, But I'm okay. Yeah. It's just COVID. And I don't yep. need to, like, discount it, but I'm triple Yeah, vaxed, no, it's so. not,
0: like, uh, yeah, you're not gonna, it's not deadly for you, so.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky You'll to be, be okay. triple vaxxed. Everybody yes. needs to get vaxxed because this is the most, clearly, if I'm triple vaxxed and got it, it is contagious, so.
0: Yes, Clear shot. Okay, um, I think because, really, all we had to talk about is stuff that happened two days ago for us, but also, like, a month, or to a month and a half ago for everyone mm-hmm. listening, we should say that I think what I'm going to say is that everyone, that if you have a guest recommendation. Go well, ahead. Oh. Um, if you have a guest recommendation, then you should send us a DM because we're mm-hmm. going to be hitting you hard with the guests this year. We really want oh, yeah. to have, like, a diverse... um like offering of episodes so if you have a, recomm- a recommendation or a request please send us a dm not a not a guarantee that they will come on the podcast but
1: yeah i'm reading a review for everybody.
0: oh yes thank you thank you we got
1: a new one The the like the begin the top says 11 out of 10 Okay, this podcast is literally the most relaxing, insightful thing ever. It's gotten me through tough times with COVID and just made my day. Eleven out of ten would recommend. And their Instagram username is at Atlantic.blue.co. Oh. oh that rude.
0: was true.
1: <laughs> She's so bored, y'all. She's been stuck in the house. She's so bored. Anyway, go give at atlantic.blue that looks familiar. Dot blue.co.
0: That is literally the account that I was like Is that the should sweet, I yeah I was like sweet, should I oh shout God. him out? Yeah.
1: Look at him. He's so sweet listening to our podcast on
0: his road trip. Yep, yeah, we love him. I think his I name him. I believe his name is Oliver. Okay. Vibes. Um, yeah, everybody go follow Oliver. Yeah, we, Oliver. We King. are Oliver's Look. St- yep. Mm-hmm. Here he is. We are fully Oliver stands. Oh, we are. On the Check we Your Aesthetic are. podcast. So Oh, he's killing it with the
1: reels? Dude. Yep. More than us. Dude. Dude. Okay. Well, we we love Oliver. Thank you for the review. Again, if you guys just a reminder, since we probably haven't said it in a while. If you leave a review and leave your Instagram username, we will shout you out just like that.
0: Just yep. like that. Yep. Get her done. Yep. Perfect. <clears throat> wow, that is that is really just uh showing that the universe comes together and there there are no Co- coincidences. Uh, coincidences really no. coincidences no. do not exist because we were no. literally saying we should shout out Oliver today and then yeah, you chose that
1: Oliver shared us to a story and we were like Oliver is so sweet yeah
0: we love he's Oliver he's a king we yes. love him Sam.
1: anyway um we should probably just stop talking and <laughs> let you guys get into the good stuff of this episode um but yeah enjoy enjoy our chat
0: Hi, Linnea. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're
1: so, so amped. So amped.
0: Um, So I remember, I feel like I remember exactly where I was and how I, like, where I was, what outfit I had on, where I was sitting. (laughs) The magic moment. The (laughs) magic moment that I found your Instagram page. And I was just saying before when we recorded the intro that I had this moment where I was like, okay, I know exactly the 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 goal and metric of when i've made it in life that i can fly you out i live in vermont so i can fly you out to vermont and have you do an installation in my future house that is how i know that i have made it in life um so yeah so i'm so excited that you agreed to come on the podcast
2: well, thank you so much, and you will not have to find me out because I spend part of my year in New Hampshire, so I'm not too far. Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay, well, my life is already coming together, so this is <laughs> really great vibes. Okay, so for anybody that doesn't know your page and doesn't know you, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself um, and tell us about how you kind of got to the place that you are now in your business?
2: For sure. So I am Linnea Bast, and I'm a biophilic artist, and biophilia and biophilic design is a new term for a lot of people, but it's really just a way of connecting people to nature through our built environments. So that can be through living walls or through artwork that combine nature and kind of bring it into the spaces that we use on Mm -hmm. a daily basis. Um, And so I went to art school. I went to the University of Michigan and studied art and design and loved incorporating nature into most of my designs, but was really doing fine art and uh, industrial design and doing a bunch of different things. And then, after graduation, went into the corporate world because, you know, like all my friends, yeah. I wanted to move to New York too, mm-hmm. and <laughs> needed to be financially independent. So I started a corporate job and was doing design for um, design consulting for IBM. And over the years, I was loved the people I worked with, and I learned so much at uh, that job, and then I worked for a startup afterwards, mm-hmm. but I just wasn't really feeling connected to the work that I was doing, um, so I actually ended up going back to school for horticulture while wow. well, I was living out in San Francisco. And it was just an incredible way to get connected to nature, which is something I've always been um, just completely inspired by. And I spent mm-hmm. most of my time, like back most of my free time backpacking or hiking. So I went back to school for horticulture and then was trying to figure out how to combine mm-hmm. my love of fine art and horticulture together. Mm-hmm. And that's how I came to biophilic design.
0: I love that so much. So um, I went to school for art education, so I had a lot of experience in kind of that like studio environment. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to, to learn more about like, how did you incorpor- start incorporating nature? Like what was the first time that you were like, hey, let me use something outside? Like how, how did that kind of start?
2: Well, let's see. I, in college, a lot of my pieces Ha- represented nature so like they represented coral reefs or represented bark um, but it was made with different forms I wasn't actually necessarily used like I was making it out of paper and mm-hmm. making the dyes and some of I mean I guess paper and, and natural dye is, is all from nature um, but for some of the other materials they weren't necessarily natural mm-hmm. and so um, I guess really the first time would, would be just in the last couple of years where I was using nature to create Mm -hmm. artwork. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
2: So using lichen, which is my main uh, art form right now.
0: Okay. And what is lichen? Is that the moss that you use?
2: Exactly. Yeah. So if you talk to um, some naturalists or all naturalists, probably um, (laughs) lichen and moss are very different. And so I've been trying to, (laughs) um, and, and for, as an interesting industry term, moss is fine. what is used it's okay. like the overall umbrella term but in the design industry or the biophilic design okay. world but that's different from right. naturalists um and so I uh, was corrected and then have now <laughs> been trying to, I was very kindly corrected and I've been um trying to stick to just calling the it's common name is reindeer moss but it is technically a lichen
0: okay okay Good to yeah. know so I don't get canceled by the... You know, by the moss, the, the moss community. <laughs> yeah. um, or really,
2: it's it's the lichen community. The lichen, right, the right, yeah. right,
0: right. Um, so what is that process of using the, the lichen? What is the... Does it start with, like, the design or does it start with finding the materials? What does that process kind of look like?
2: Yeah, so in the beginning of... It was actually the very <laughs> beginning of the pandemic. I was in New Hampshire at my place there and Mm -hmm. constantly walking through the woods and I was so inspired by the moss and lichen that I was finding on my journeys through the woods Mm -hmm. and I started doing a lot more research because when I went to school for horticulture I was learning a lot more about the just like you know house plants and and regular plants that you would find out in California Mm -hmm. and not really getting in the nitty-gritty of moss and lichen so I was really inspired by these gorgeous forms and textures and colors and growing patterns that I was seeing, and I learned how to, uh, har- to harvest it um, sustainably. I was learning how to grow it myself, which is quite a tricky mm-hmm. uh, situation. Uh, and so through that process, I learned how to also preserve uh, lichen and different mosses
0: myself. Definitely. Definitely. Um, So we've seen, or at least I've seen on your Instagram that you've traveled, like you you go to everywhere. You literally are everywhere. You go (laughs) to like, you're in Florida, I guess you're in New Hampshire as well. You're in Colorado, which is like all these different places. Um, And so I'm assuming that that is partly for life, but also to install these pieces yourself. So how important is it that you actually install those larger pieces for your work?
2: For sure. So... I think the keyword there, from what you just said, was larger. So if yes. I'm in. If a really big piece of mine's going up, I want to be there for the install. Um, I feel really strongly about making sure that my client is super happy with the piece and that mm-hmm. it gets there mm-hmm. safely and that it's more of a like white or that I provide more of a white glove service where I'm there from the beginning mm-hmm. to the end of the mm-hmm. install. Um, and so that has definitely dictated where I've been traveling. Uh, A lot of it's life, though, too. Like, you know, I have a free place to stay in Colorado. So I went to Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I mean, my parents uh, condo in Florida. So another free place to stay. Okay. Uh, so that's also what moves things around as okay. I start my business. Um, I'm trying to, you know, make it more affordable for me to, right. to be exploring, um, and growing my business, but also being inspired by different areas and, yeah. um, you
0: know, the environments around them. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, so really, so our listeners are small business owners and also artists. Um, so and I know that personally, as well as our audience, are really interested in the kind of concept of being commissioned to create these large, huge pieces. Um, mm-hmm. So when you get a commission, how do you uh, you communicate with your clients to make sure that you're meeting what they want, but then also kind of... Um, having your own vision, and, like, staying true to yourself as a designer.
2: For sure. Um, So I'm in a lucky one. I guess I should also mention how people find me. Yeah, definitely. And I would say it's, like, 98% Instagram. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. wild. I Mm -hmm. never would have thought that in a million years Mm -hmm. that that's how people find you. Like, you would think it would be more word of mouth or – no. you know, but, but it's Instagram, which is great. So, um, yeah, that's how I've, uh, I think except for one, all of my large commissions, uh, have found me and it's mostly been cause I might not be in the same location at the time that the commission process starts as my client mm-hmm. because I've been, you know, migrating around. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, with each client, it can be a little bit different. Like I cater the experience to kind of what they're looking for. But generally I do, it's generally mostly on email. Mm -hmm. And then I um, like, we'll put a proposal, like we'll do a back and forth of what they're looking for. I'll get an idea of the size of the wall. Mm. I, I ask for photos and I generally jump on a phone call too with them. Um, to make sure that I'm getting kind of the full picture of really what they're looking for Mm -hmm. and make sure that I'm not missing something in an email. Mm -hmm. Um, But the main thing is when they send me a photo, I ask for, and this was all kind of trial and error for like what works and what's easy for a client to Mm -hmm. uh, give me. And I ask for a photo straight on of a wall with a measurement of something in the space. So a mm-hmm. measurement of the couch that's in mm-hmm. the space so mm-hmm. that I can then do a Photoshop mock-up of what mm-hmm. a theoretical one of my pieces would look like at scale on their wall. Mm-hmm. And that's been super helpful because people are really visual and that will really help make a sale. If they're like, oh, ooh, like, I think that piece would look super cool in that space like, right. and I love that size. Mm-hmm. And so then that's what will get someone to commit to the size and price of, mm-hmm. uh, an installation, and so really, it's just generally some emails, phone call, maybe a FaceTime, mm-hmm. not really to see the space, but sometimes people just want to ch- chat, chat mm-hmm. with face me in face. that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, um, and then the then the install.
1: Yeah, definitely. I have a, I'm back. I'm here, guys. You may think I'm not here, but I'm just, (laughs) I'm hiding because I have COVID-19. But so as far as like the actual piece goes, do you usually like come up with what the actual piece is going to look like based on like what they need or do you get people telling you? Because I know a lot of times as an artist, it can be hard because you don't necessarily want somebody coming to you and being like, I want this, 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 and this. Because then you're kind of like, I don't know about all that. Um, But kind of what's your experience been there? That's a great
2: question. So most of the, people that find me have seen my work and Mm -hmm. I'm in a lucky position where they're like, hey.
0: Right. I like this specifically.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So they'll either be like, I don't really know, send me some examples. Mm -hmm. Or they'll be like, hey, I love this one piece. Can you do something really similar? And Mm -hmm. so then I kind of have an easy launch point where I know they're going to like it if I just stick to that. Um, But I've had some clients, too, that are like, hey, I really don't like this color. Can you minimize this and Mm -hmm. enhance these other forms? And then we've actually had it back and forth. We might have I think I might have sent them like four design proposals. And so they were just a little bit more particular, which was actually really cool about what they wanted. Like they were really invested in the piece and that got me excited about it, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've had it go both ways. But mostly, people are just like, "Hey, I like this piece. Like, send me something similar." And, right, and of course, yeah. I always send a proposal of what it's going to look like, like, and I'll a do a up. sketch mm-hmm. exactly before anyone commits to something yeah okay. exactly because yeah. yeah, i don't so want didn't. someone to be like oh actually like i don't really like that and it's it's set in stone like the, right, my process stone. is not like oh i can just repaint over exactly. something right yeah. so
0: have you <laughs> yeah. ever had that happen where they say
2: no yeah no not yet but i <laughs> it has to happen at some point right. you know like you're right. just you not you can't make everyone happy all the time right. I'm but sure. also
0: i feel like just from like a listener's perspective if they're thinking about that i think that really sending and katie and i kind of got we both do like freelance graphic design and i think sending mock-ups is such an important step because then you're not doing that it's that easy quick thing to do before you're really investing that time and then also Mm -hmm. you have a way of saying well we and we both agreed on this designs and we we went forward with this so if you're not happy mm-hmm. with it yes I can well in my case in Katie's case not really your case I can change something <laughs> but I'm not going to do like a whole new logo or whatever for free because we already agreed mm-hmm. on this path so I think that that's really important. Um, I
1: I have another question I'm, yes. I'm here again um okay so are most of your pieces that you've installed like commission wise are they in homes or are they in like you know stores restaurants or kind of where where mostly have you seen
2: almost all of them are in private residential Mm -hmm. homes I have four pieces going into a coffee shop where they'll be sold out of that which is which is really fun fun. um and I'm friends with the owner so that was it's like a fun way she's a very cool female entrepreneur and and I love working with her so that's Mm -hmm. that's fun but I have pretty much there I've got I'm in um, I've done two corporate spaces that's awesome and neat. then I'm in one gallery that's, that's
0: amazing good. what is the upkeep for and like what is the like the weather kind of consideration is there like a better place for these pieces or it does that would not really matter
2: so it definitely does matter like anything in your house um like any material like a couch or Mm -hmm. even just like a shirt in the window this is a natural material that will fade because it's died so Mm -hmm. having a lichen installation be right up next to a window that has bright Bright. southern light coming in onto it is is not great because it will fade unfortunately But other than that, and being right next to an air vent, because mm. having blasted yep. air actually yep. is not great for the piece. Um, it'll just kind of stiffen up. It's really spongy and soft and, and has a fabulous texture. Um, mm-hmm. And so if you don't want the piece to like really stiffen up, being away from an AC unit is important. But other than that... For the piece to be hung inside, that's the only consideration. Mm-hmm. If a piece is going to be hung in a more outdoor setting like a loggia, which is kind of an encompassed space that has open air, mm-hmm. it can't get wet. Okay. So it can be outside. It can handle like a little bit of wind coming through.
0: Right, but not like full-on rain. But on not rain. rain. right. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so are your pieces in spot, like what inspires you for the design behind the pieces? Is it really like nature as well or is it like patterns? What is kind of the, the design there? It
2: depends. It really depends. So one of my pieces that I installed here in Florida for a residence that's right on the ocean, I used the ocean as inspiration mm-hmm. because they were trying to tie, yes, right you know, there. bring the outside yep. in. Mm-hmm. So that piece has these, like, beautiful waveforms that are really elegant and relaxing. But since it's all green and vibrant, it brings in more of um, just kind of like the lush greenery that you get in the Florida environment. Yep. So that piece was really easy, easily inspired there. Right. Um, And then I've done a couple pieces in New York City where I definitely thought about the – kind of having it be, like, the opposite of – the uh, New York City buildings and <laughs> yeah. the harsh yeah. lines that you have right. there. So mm. my inspiration was kind of like the anti uh, concrete jungle, I guess. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but and like trying not to mimic it. Right. Um, but generally speaking, it's more I look at the space and the environment. Mm-hmm. Since all my most of my pieces are, are custom, mm-hmm. I really look at the home and then mm-hmm. try and figure out how to – Bring like, that in. T- yeah, bring it right. in and tie in a movement and, like, what's going – because I was trained in painting, like, what's going to draw your eye? Yep, in which and which way should it – and where, exactly, and, and like, which way does the room open up? So what's going mm-hmm. to be more welcoming to walk into? That mm-hmm. sort of thing.
0: Right. And what like kind of vibe does the house give off? And like what kind of vibe do, do, does the client want to give off? Totally get that. Um, exactly. So what you've been talking about, some of your um, pieces that you've uh, made custom and installed. What is your favorite piece, if you can choose one, and why?
2: Oh, gosh. Well, I hope my clients don't, you know, the <laughs> <laughs> A favorite it's like choosing a baby. I know, it's like um, your favorite
1: child, yeah. Uh,
2: no, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm super excited about the piece that I installed a couple weeks ago down mm-hmm. here in Florida because it's my largest piece yet. Oh wow. Okay. Seventy five inches by ninety five inches. Wow. And it was just oh. like a <laughs> massive undertaking. Yeah. And also, you know, it's one of those things where they were like, you know, c- can we make it this size? And I was like, yeah, for sure, and knew it was going to be hard, but Quite
0: underestimated how hard it truly would be.
2: You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. You, but you can always get it done, right? Like I yes. learned how to drive a U-Haul. I figured mm-hmm. it out. Like it <laughs> yeah. was fine, mm-hmm. sort of. Like I, you know, I, I <laughs> drove. I ended up driving three U-Hauls throughout the, that process, and it was like.
1: Wow.
2: It ended up it ended up working out. And like nothing went wrong and my framer was incredible and like you know jerry rigged a bunch of stuff in the back to make sure that it was uh, supported yeah. enough and supported exact and safe um, but also because of um, this is the weather here with things warping because mm-hmm. of the heat. Mm-hmm. So it, I think that piece might be my maybe my favorite right now. I was about to say my favorite.
1: Yeah, it it changes like every time there's a new one. I feel like
2: exactly, exactly. But it's it's definitely one of my big pieces. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm also like very much fantasizing about a new piece that I'm or like a new type of work that I'm thinking about doing. That's definitely biophilic design. It doesn't use lichen, interestingly Mm. enough. But it uses another. (laughs) No, it is not moss. It's a different natural material that I think could be super cool and sculptural. Yeah. So, so,
1: you know, do your travels, I would assume, like going to so many different places and getting to see so many different things. I'm assuming that like definitely inspires you a lot. Do you like I kind of uh, do you go out in search of those things? Like are you like I need to find a new material or do you are you just living life and you're like that would be dope?
2: I guess a mixture. I feel like in all the places that I go to, I love just in my daily life to spend a lot of time outside. Mm-hmm. And always, I mean, this has been me before Instagram existed. Like even as a little kid, I've been taking photos of everything. And so I find inspiration all over the place Mm -hmm. um, and keep a sketchbook and have my, um, I've been working on an iPad too. So I feel like I pull a lot of inspiration just from walks or hiking Mm -hmm. or going to botanical gardens. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I have some more I haven't come. I haven't made them yet, but m- much more like flower-related lichen mm-hmm. pieces mm-hmm. that I've designed. I just haven't made. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess I find inspiration from everywhere, and it just more organically happens, if that makes sense, through my day to day life. Like I'm do not necessarily a,
0: looking. Do you have a TikTok it. account?
2: No. So I should, right? Really should, should I? You yeah. You, should. Okay. you would like? You
0: should. I was just thinking like you would a thousand and ten percent do very well on tiktok yeah you would definitely
1: blow up yeah and if you think instagram's getting you a lot of clients you'd be in for a a whole thing with tiktok tiktok is crazy yes okay this this so
2: uh my one of my best friends is in marketing out in colorado and she Mm -hmm. told me she's like linnea you need a tiktok yes blah 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 and so I downloaded it for like a week a year or a half maybe a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and then got super overwhelmed posted like one video I was like ah and just and deleted it mm-hmm. but I actually re-downloaded it this morning and haven't opened the app oh, but like, I made the step sign. this is your sign <laughs> this is my sign
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, you... oh I
2: wonder I feel I can... like
1: 2022 is the
0: year it's what? it's the year for you too.
2: like I can just take my videos too from Instagram and oh, like. oh
0: yeah Right? Absolutely. Well, yeah. Is it do scary like,
2: though with like hashtags and stuff? It's like it's a whole new no. thing to learn. No,
1: it's okay. The scariest thing is that people are probably going to be mean, like be mean to you, but you just have to ignore them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. TikTok is people are ruthless. mean People like, are yeah. They, people are a little mm, mean. There are but, also like, nice people. They're thirteen-year-olds. Like it's thirteen-year-olds yeah, yeah, that are being. mean. You just gotta
0: ignore them, people. but. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. Our goal for our <laughs> goal like, oh. um for 2022 is to get a TikTok person on to teach us all the TikTok things. So <laughs> we're we're trying we're, to when we, We'll let you know when we that will comes out. We'll let you know when that <laughs> episode comes out so you can listen. We'll yeah, Please do.
2: I need I need TikTok help. I feel like yes. the oldest I've ever felt is with <laughs> <friends>. <laughs> <like>, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Yeah.
0: I Honestly, feel like I, I feel that way too. But I can see like
1: I can just see with all your travels just mm-hmm. like little clips. And then, like, I can just see it. I and can't also see like, it in real life.
0: Also, like, putting together the pieces and people would have so mm-hmm. many questions. And like, ugh, oh, I can totally, <laughs> I can totally <laughs> see it.
1: Oh, this is
2: what I need to thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of
0: course. Um, yes. So for our last official question before we get into random questions, um, for our listeners listening, listeners listening, of course, um, if they have, they want to, to start getting into larger pieces and doing commission-based work, what advice would you give them if they are looking to get into that?
2: So I would say... I mean, for the first couple pieces,
0: mm-hmm.
2: because it's it's hard to make that leap, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. try and install a piece, like, even in... Your parent, Like, I haven't done one in my parents' house yet, but I was always – I'm working on one now. Mm -hmm. But that would have – I actually, for one of my first installs, I had a cousin commission it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. having it be someone that you trust and can be a little bit –
0: Different, like, circumstances.
2: Yeah, because you need to figure out, like, your installers. And there's a lot – like, you still really need to be professional. But things could go wrong. Like, I didn't quite know – For me, like when – how long it takes a framer to get something done and his estimation was different than what actually happened. And so having my first like larger client be family or a friend or Mm -hmm. someone in that realm, I think it makes it a lot less daunting because things will go wrong. Like large-scale installations, there's a lot of moving parts because it's not just you. It's getting part of it – or at least for me, like I wasn't building my frame – so yeah. that went out and then it came back and someone else has to install it because I can't yep. hold the pieces too big. So all of that yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I would say try and get uh, a piece commissioned or even like do one at like a, you know, a discounted a rate for your <laughs> yeah. parents or a gift yeah. or something, yep. but go through that process because you'll learn so much throughout the, the right. way. And, and also for commissions, even if something seems super daunting, Say yes anyway because you mm-hmm. will you'll, you'll figure learn. it out yes. and you'll learn Absolutely. a lot. Yeah,
1: definitely. Absolutely. I feel like all, also. We're all, go ahead. You go, Alexis. No. Mm. All you girl.
0: Mm. I what I was gonna say. <laughs> I feel like with doing the whole like friend or family kind of thing, also, is that that then gives you the confidence to, to then move on to your actual clients, so that people that don't know you, and you can also use that stuff as. A portfolio and people on the internet don't need to know that that person was related to you so for sure
2: yeah exactly exactly yeah and
1: I
0: I was gonna say earlier like the the
1: most that I've ever learned is from things that I feel like I can't do because like if you're staying in your comfort zone you're not gonna you're not learn and I've I'm always like I always say about myself like it, this is with school this is with work like I will always figure it out I will always crank it out even mm-hmm. if it's like up against the wire like mm-hmm. always gonna figure it out I feel like a lot of people listening probably feel the same
0: way 100 percent, definitely, definitely. Okay. okay should we get into random questions yes
1: yeah one of my random questions got shitted on so <laughs>
0: we get to change
1: them because neither of these two listen to music anyway. okay I listen to music well, oh, but I've... not
0: 2021 <laughs> music yeah, exactly. guys. Well, all right. Sorry, I'm
1: basic. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So the first random question is: What is your favorite flower to receive? Like, if somebody's getting you a flower, some flowers, like, what would be the one that you would want?
2: So my favorite flowers are definitely peonies. Oh my gosh, me um, yeah, too. I mean, you too. Aren't <laughs> yes. They just, they're so beautiful and they're so they happy and they're so big and they're so yeah. big. They're special and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. They just feel like elegant, but also kind of weird. So it's a nice, I know. nice combination, I mean, you know? They're not,
1: like, you don't see them all the time. Like, they're they're not, like, you can't always get them, so they feel special when they're, like, in the grocery store or whatever. Um, yes. Yeah, nice. those are my my dogs actually having a moment, so everybody just pretend like that's not <laughs> happening that over there. Um, but, yeah, peonies are my favorite, too. Alexis, I already know your answer,
0: but. um, I was going to have a different answer, but my – I got engaged in August, and my fiancé proposed by – um, do you have do you, ever, do you ever watch Gilmore Girls?
2: I've seen it.
0: Okay, so she gets proposed to with quote a thousand yellow daisies. So mm-hmm. I walked in, and my fi- now fiance had my apartment like full of yellow daisies. So I would say yellow daisies, but outside of that, I would say either blue hydrangeas because I love very pretty blue mm-hmm. hydrangeas or I used to like stargazer lilies, but they just kind of seem like a little extra to me now. Um, so I'm gonna stick with hydrangeas. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I love they're seeing hydrangeas
1: good. like growing. In, yeah, in like, a bush. Yeah, yeah, they're mm-hmm. so pretty. Yeah, definitely, um, really pretty.
2: Okay. and great oh, for was, winter interest too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm.
1: exactly um okay the next random question and the final random question is so dumb it is what is your favorite month of the year we're starting a new year guys so (laughs) let's just let's just chat about what our favorite month is
2: i don't even know Uh, my answer i guess it depends on where i'm living which shifts around yeah but if i'm in new england Mm -hmm. September is my favorite month because okay, you yep. still have all of this beauty of the summer and it's still warm. You can still go swimming, yep. but the nights start to get a little crisp and you like mm-hmm. might be able to have a little fire mm-hmm. and
0: some candlelight and the leaves, and and the leaves are mm-hmm. changing.
2: And it's, I'd love, I will, I will say, so I spent the last two seasons in, uh, felt like autumn seasons in New Hampshire. So mm-hmm. I got That's to see so the pretty. full leaves change, which yep. is like the most spectacular mm-hmm. and, The end is definitely the like most vibrant, but it still has that tinge of sadness because the leaves have fallen, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and you know what's coming. Mm -hmm. But the beginning of fall foliage while you still have the vibrant greens and then the pops of reds Mm -hmm. and yellows, Mm -hmm. that is just my favorite.
0: Yes. Yeah. That's when I visited Alexis. Yeah. Katie Katie and I started our podcast for a year without ever having met. Um, really? And then, really? yep, and because she was living in Alabama at the time, and I am in Vermont. So then in September, actually exactly the time period that you're talking about, so like not too f- into the fall, like pretty early fall, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. she came to visit, and it was like I'm just very exactly very... that that vibe that you were saying, like the the oranges and the reds and the yellows, but then also that green, and it was like still warm enough that alabama and louisiana what's not dying um and yeah you know it was perfect um for my favorite month i would definitely i mean of course um conceited queen i my birthday is in april so i would have to say april um but also just because i i always loved like um i hated i i like the winter now that i'm an adult and i don't have to wear snow pants <laughs> um, because as a kid, I would hate recess because I'd have to put on, like, a whole, like, suit. Um, and I hated my <laughs> life. And I also had to walk home some days from school, and that was just torture. Um, but I remember when I was a kid, like, April was right around the time when, like, we wouldn't, like, consistently wouldn't have to wear snow pants. So I think from my childhood, that is why I love April, um, but also just the spring and like springs in Vermont are so pretty with like the flowers and like the leaves are coming back, you know, budding everything. And yeah, I just love that little April spring vibe. And that mm-hmm. is when I will be getting married as well, actually, in <gasps> oh, early oh. May. But yes, how cute. Yes, in Canada. Vermont. Yeah, um, to be decided. TBD. <laughs> <laughs> no, Somewhere in no, the, in the in New, New England. Yeah, in New England.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, in the in the area. Um, well, so I live in Louisiana. Um, and you, you know, you being in Florida, I'm sure, you know, it's, it's about the same. Um, my favorite month is probably not this year, but usually December is pretty enjoyable because it doesn't get really, really cold here until like January and really, really cold is like 40. Um, but it's, and Christmas is happening, but this year it's been like 80, which is not, not the vibe. It's not the vibe, um, but I really love Christmas, so I think that's very fun. Um, I the summer is fine, but it's so hot here; it's not even fun. Like it, you can't even breathe. Um, so, like the idea of summer is fun to me, but not the reality. So I would say mm-hmm. like December, November, all the way from October to December is like probably the best weather you're gonna get mm-hmm. until like March. Mm-hmm. Maybe it kind of depends. Anyway. Those, that's, I gave you guys like seven answers. So, I feel <laughs> no, no, um, I <laughs> um, okay. So, why don't you go ahead and plug yourself? Tell everybody where they can find you, how they can commission a piece if they are like, I'm sold, um, your socials, all that good stuff.
2: Right. So my website is linnea dot com, and I'll I'll spell that. It's L I N N E A, and then botanicals B O T A N I C A L S. Did I yeah. say that right? Okay, that cool. was right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, my Instagram is at linnea botanicals. Same thing. And I will have a TikTok, or you know, I had a TikTok. I bet it's also Linnea Botanicals. Um, by the, the time, time that I doubt that I changed, it, you will so. have you will be
0: a super famous celebrity TikToker by the time that they listen yeah. to this episode. Yeah, you've got I a guarantee. month. You need a, yep. you got to blow up. Yep, um, I absolutely. Love that. <laughs> I'm on it.
1: I'm
2: on it. Um, right, oh, well, and if they want to commission a piece, I forgot oh, yes. my email is info at Perfect. Those Amazing. Amazing.
1: If any of you guys listen to this and then commission a piece, uh, y'all need to DM us. Yes, please DM us. Like, you have to send us a picture. Anyway. um, Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes.
0: And then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. And our personal accounts, Linnea Botanicals and Katie Creative Co. I'll never get that fully right. (laughs) And AlexisAdams.co and we will talk See you next week. Bye guys. Bye.